0: Am I going to be proud? Is it going to be an amazing documentary? Am I going to be excited about it? Am I going to want to share it with people? Like, what is that documentary going to look like at the end of my life? It's Freestyle Friday!
1: Coming in hot with quick shots of inspiration on a variety of topics.
0: Today's episode is brought to you by the 90 Day Habits Journal. When we think about what changes our life, it's truly our habits. Our life is a result of our daily habits. If you're a network marketing professional, let's say you started the business. Okay, what's next? What habits do I build day in, day out to build this business, this vehicle to where I want to go? That's where the 90-Day Habits Journal comes in. It's structured. It's a system, a daily method for success where you pour in 20 minutes of mindset, 20 minutes of relationship building, 20 minutes of follow-up in one hour, and 60 minutes, you can get more done than you would in a a normal day, unorganized, disorganized, not knowing what to do. So head to 90dayhabits.co and you can use Getting Magnetic 15 for 15% off.
1: Let's get back to reading some of those reviews.
0: Heck yes.
1: Thank you guys for writing reviews. We love reading them and we want to read them to you guys. So have you written us a review? If not, go do it. It'll take you like 60 seconds. Babo, why don't you read the one from Pinterest E, one of the most recent ones we got.
0: Got it. So, okay, Pinterest E, five-star rating called Obsessed. I'm absolutely obsessed with the energy and tools Sandy and Wade provide in each episode. They're super relatable and I love how they share valuable knowledge on how to build an amazing business. It's amazing to see such a power couple in the industry. Thanks for all that you do for us. Oh, thank you. Thank you for leaving a rating and review and subscribing. That's what keeps the show going and growing and keeping us motivated. So appreciate all of you. And if you haven't yet left a review or subscribed, would you do us a favor right now and just click the subscribe? It's super easy. And maybe leave a five-star rating and review. All right, let's get into today's topic. I'm going to start with a story. So the other night, the other week, I had a boys' night. I realized I hadn't had one in a while. I'm like, babe, I think I'm going to go... The Celtics were still on in the playoffs, like watch the game at like a brewery and get some guys together. She was like, do it. Always so supportive of that. And I was like, "Okay, I'm going to do it. And so we were having fun, boys night, Celtics games on, beers, all the things. And there's this kind of infamous homeless woman in Laguna Beach. And she comes around and she does her own little drawings and paintings on literally just like pieces of like almost printing paper. A little, a little thicker than printing paper, but, and they're handmade and hand drawn and she sells them for like five bucks. So she was walking through like hustling, entrepreneur, serious entrepreneur, selling these things. And I was like, wow, I actually have cash. I never have cash. I had 20 bucks. There's four of us at the table.
1: You need to get your hundred dollar bill back in your wallet.
0: Yeah, I do. I know. I you know. should
1: not say you never have cash. Side, That's...
0: side notes. You want to share that?
1: We'll get there later. Okay.
0: So She's like, I'm selling these for five dollars. And I was like, awesome, I'll take one. And then I realized I had a 20. I was like, actually, we all will. And so she lays out her options, and everyone's like, wow, Wade, that one, that one's all you. And I was like, I was gonna, gonna grab that one, but I didn't wanna be the first to like take one. And it's just this sunshine. She just drew a sunshine with magic markers. And in the middle of the sunshine, it says, I hope you fall in love with being alive. And I was like, wow, how? profound of a message like that's what life's about right like falling in love with being alive in our life whether we think there's all the things to get it the money the happy the trips the vacations the leisure the family time the whatever it is the success the accolades like it's really just about falling in love with being alive and it was amazing because this is coming from a woman who sleeps on the streets this is coming from a woman she seemed happy. Like she seemed like she knew herself, like may, maybe some other things were off that, or maybe she chooses to just, she wants to live that life. But it was a really cool moment and it was a reflective moment. And then it was cool because we all supported her and gave her five bucks and everyone got their own picture. But I was also like, wow, you're going like table to table, door to door, like selling these things. Like you can you could, do, you could do this. Like she could literally start a business or something. did so was you really say cool.
1: like your table started it and then you looked oh. around and like everyone in the bar started buying them?
0: Yeah. That was the other thing is like once our table bought it, they, she sold out. Like it, she, everyone all of a sudden like wanted it, which is cool too. And there's, there's some other principle there of like, you see someone do a good deed. It, it spreads right. Where you're like, Oh my gosh, I, I want to, Get, I want to give. I want to help. I want to, and so that was that was another really cool thing. Then she sold out. She had like probably over a hundred bucks, like hundred fifty bucks in her pocket after that, which so is awesome. Good.
1: And I love to like we're recording in our studio right now, which is our home office slash guest bedroom in our home. And I saw the picture because when Wade brought it home, he brought it to me. He gave it to me the next day. He's like, "Hey babe, I got you this," and I'm like this is so cute. Where'd you get this? And then he told me the whole story and I was like, I love this. And now I like cherish this piece of paper. I just think it's so sweet. And as we were sitting here recording, I looked across the room and I saw it and I went and grabbed it. And I was like, we have to tell this story before we start the episode. So, good. so I love a good story. It just made my heart happy. I think
0: it actually relates to today's, today's topic. topic too. An episode is, which I believe I heard this first from Joe Rogan. I forget where I heard it, but I'm like, that is good. And it's what if we lived life like there was a documentary crew following us. There's a documentary currently right now being made on your life, whether the cameras are capturing it or not. What if we lived life like a documentary was being made and there's a camera crew capturing it all? Would you live differently? How would you live? Because at the end of, and when I think about this one, it's about this message. I hope you fall falling in love with being alive, but two, I always reflect like when I'm 80, 85, 90, whatever, 95, sitting in a rocking chair, really reflecting. There's probably a lot more time and stoicism and time to reflect then because you're reflecting on your life and reflecting on my life and watching this documentary. Am I going to be proud? Is it going to be an amazing documentary? Am I going to be excited about it? Am I going to want to share it with people? Like, What is that documentary going to look like at the end of my life? And what if each day I wake up thinking like, I'm making, I'm creating my legacy. I'm creating this documentary of my life. Like I'm I'm going to make damn sure it's a good one. What would I do more of? What would I do less of? I don't know, but I wanted to open it up. How do you feel about all that?
1: Thinking about it like that, I feel like we all would show up more intentionally. Like you wouldn't snooze your alarm. You wouldn't eat that like, I don't know, extra piece of bacon or you wouldn't like do the things that you're like, oh, I probably shouldn't do this, but in the moment I want to type of vibe. Like, I probably
0: wouldn't pick my nose as much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no, that's the other way to think about it. If there's cameras there and you want to like be your best self, like what are you going to do differently? Oh my gosh, you're not going to snooze. Yeah,
1: totally. Because character is really built based off how you live when no one's watching. Mm. So when you think about if people were watching, would I still be showing up the way? Would
0: I show up the same way or would I put on some better version of me. Yeah. The, for the outside. And this isn't to
1: shame anyone. Like no. I even think about that. I'm like, wow, I probably wouldn't hot box my husband in the car every <laughs> once in a while. <laughs> Sorry. It happened. That, hap- that it would happen. make
0: for a good part of the documentary though.
1: Sometimes you have gas. It's fine. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> healthy gut leads to, you know, gas sometimes. Anyways, <laughs> if you need a healthy gut, you can hit us in the DMs.
1: Yeah. We'll help you with that. But, um, It's a really great topic to think about. It's like, whoa, it kind of makes you sift through every part of your life, every part of your day and really think through, wow, if there was an hour and a half documentary on my life or on my story or on the life lessons or like, how could my story, how could my experiences benefit other people? How would it be chunked down? How would you be portrayed? How would your life be displayed? It's kind of cool to think about.
0: Yeah. And I think, too, like, think about what are going to be the main scenes upcoming in your documentary for the rest of this year, for next year. Like, what are those things? What are those scenes that you're preparing for, that you're excited about, that you're working towards, that you're building towards? Like, what do those scenes and triumphs look like? And because really a good documentary or a good movie, it documents... The struggle, the journey to get to the triumph or the happy ending, right? And it's, I've said this before, but a good movie isn't just like happy all the way through and everything's all good and you're just kind of floating along and it's leisurely and everything's taken care of and then you yeah, die like happy. If like, someone's
1: story is like they were born into a beautiful family that was happily married with zero trauma and they grew up and got they all went to days Ivy Leagues and yeah. went to Ivy Leagues and got a great job out of college and made six figures and immediately met their spouse, got married, had babies, joined the
0: tennis club,
1: lived happily ever after. And then they started a multi-billion dollar company. No, no one would want to watch that. And if they did, they'd be like, that freaking sucked and that does not feel relatable. And yeah. that, it makes you almost feel worse. You're like, shit, like, what's wrong with me? I didn't have anything like that. I've had all these obstacles. I've had all this shit happen, shit storms left and right, you know? So people relate most to the stories, to the documentaries, right? Your documentary of the struggle.
0: And people are inspired by that. They're inspired by the struggle. And I want to encourage you, especially if you have a business or you show up online or you are building a team, like people relate to your struggles. They relate to you by seeing where your imperfections and struggles are because they say, oh, wow, they were here and now they're there or they have this in this area of their life, but they struggle here. I can relate to them in their struggle and it inspires me and gives me hope that I can also get to that point or or that position or whatever it is. And this reminds me of a recent Ed Milette episode with Damon, I forget his name, East, West. Damon West was sentenced to 65 years in a Texas prison for robbery and being a meth head and being busted and all the things. And in prison, he really started to reform himself and like build his mindset. And he's like, if I ever get out, I'm going to make something of myself. And his, his his book that he he published was like a coffee bean, right? Where a coffee bean can change. If it's in water, it can change the water. Like nothing else can do that or anything. I I forget the exact thing there, but he's like, I'm changing from the inside and I'm a changed man. And like, I'm going to change the world. If I get out, he got out in 10 years. Now he's on parole. He has to like pee in cups and do everything. But it's the most shared. Ed Milet is like millions and millions of listeners every episode. It's the most shared episode, apparently. I heard. Mm-hmm. I can't confirm that on like data, but like just what people say. The most shared episode. And you know why? Because this guy was like, went to prison. Like, yeah, he had the most struggles. And now he's a public speaker. And now they're literally making a movie or documentary about his life, actually. They're, they're, it's in the making. And that comes back to, Documentaries, movies, everything are so beautiful because of the struggle. If you watch a rom-com or any movie, it's like, oh yeah, f- okay, let's set the stage and all is well. And then there's the breakup or the struggle or the pain point or the death or the whatever in the middle. And they have to grow and go through it. And then they have to come back up, build themselves back up. And then we're like, yes, and that's the hero. They're they're the hero, and then they fall, and then they're the hero again. So kind of relating back to our lives, like, we don't have to just wake up and be like, okay, documentary of my life, cameras are on, I have to be perfect. It's like, no, I'm gonna be me, I'm gonna be real. I'm gonna show the struggles, because I know through the struggles, that's what qualifies me to, to hit the triumphs to hit the things. So I just, gosh, i mean if camera crew is following me at all times, I don't, I don't even know how it'd be different, but it would be cool.
1: Yeah, I don't know how you'd be different either. But I feel like we'd all be more productive and more intentional and more for sure mindful and um I don't for know. sure. I think there'd be more of that. You know, the other day, so part of my postpartum healing journey was has been working with a holistic voice coach. Her name's Brooke. She's amazing. Shout out Brooke. I actually think I need to have her on the podcast. Yeah. But it's really fascinating. So your vocal cords, like your throat chakra, like that is connected to your pelvis, your root chakra. How do we express ourselves? Through words, right? Through our voice, through our throat chakra and sexually through our pelvis. So doesn't it make sense that your throat chakra and your root chakra, your voice and your reproductive organs are connected? So part of your healing journey, postpartum, working on your pelvic floor, Your pelvic floor work is great, but focusing on your voice and expressing yourself is so amazing. So I've been doing that with her and it's been an incredible journey. I had a session with her the other day and she was hitting the singing bowls and it was like vibrating. If you know what a singing bowl is, oh my gosh, it's so powerful. You literally feel it buzzing throughout your body.
0: When we do it, Cam and I stop everything we're doing and just just stare. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's so cool. By the way, side note go on Spotify or Apple Music, whatever, and type in beautiful chorus, this, I don't even know what to call them, band, they're a band, or I don't even know, I shouldn't call them a band, they're a group, they don't use any instruments, they just use their voice, oh my God, whenever I listen to their stuff, it's like so meditative, mm-hmm. and her, she plays some of that for me sometimes when we're in these sessions, but anyway, what I was getting at was the other day we were in the session, and she was hitting the singing bowls and she was started to like use her voice and harmonize. And she was like, okay, start joining me. And I'm joining her and we're harmonizing together. And I got into this deep meditative state where I saw myself as like an ant, Like I was like outside of this world. Like it was almost like I was God. Like I was like not, me, how I know yeah, me. Like I saw myself, experience. yeah, I saw myself as a different version.
0: Sandy can tap into like what it would be like to do mushrooms, like just on her own without By breath work, yeah. By breath work.
1: Yeah. Literally breath and, work. Voice. and yeah, voice. And so I saw that version of me and I realized, holy shit, like, and I'm tying this back to the documentary thing. Sometimes I get so caught up in the day to day and the nitty gritty and just stick into the schedule and like the things you feel like you have to do that I'm not connecting deep enough with my soul. And to be honest, if a documentary was being filmed about me, I'd be kind of disappointed. Like it wouldn't be that good. Like that's how I felt the other day. I was Mm. like, whoa, like there's definitely good parts, but Mm -hmm. there could be, it could be so much richer every single day. Mm -hmm. And that's what I had that realization that day. Why do I engage in conversations when acquaintances are like, like the whole conversation is about, Oh, I didn't get my nails done this week, or my Botox is starting to fade, or I don't know what I'm going to wear to that conference, or it's all this like fluffy, shitty conversation. And I'm like, I don't care about any of that. How are you actually doing? What is your soul need? What is your soul crave? What are you most looking forward to in life? What is your biggest insecurity? What are you working through right now on a deep cellular level? Like, I want to talk to people like that, Mm. because that's the shit I ask myself. And while I was there in the session with her, I realized like, oh my God, there's so much more depth to me and I am playing so small and I have so many gifts and I have so much more I could be giving the world. And the way I have to express that, I need to come see Brooke all the time. Like this is healing for me. This is therapy for me. This is such a good use of my time, especially in the season of life that I'm in. So that was just a whole sidebar of what came up for me as we're talking about this topic. Yeah.
0: The reflection too. And I think that's what it is. It's like, how often do we take time to reflect on our life? We're in our life. We're in the day to day Mm. or you're in your business. Like you can relate business, life, marriage, anything. You're in your marriage. You're in your relationship. You're in parenting. When do you take time to step back and reflect on your marriage and ask the bigger questions on your intimacy, your sex life, on your business, like on your life overall, on being a parent on your children, like you have to step out of the day-to-day, the hustle bustle and start to think big picture and start to ask those deep, yes, soul vibrating questions, right? That Sandy was talking about, like, what does my soul need right now? Like, what can I do more of for my spouse? What, like all these things where you really, you realize, and we, I study successful people, like they take time to reflect on these big things their life their business their marriage not just be in it doing the 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 activities but but on it and i think that's a big part of what you're doing and the work you're doing and it's it's huge it's something we we all should be doing
1: i've been doing so much inner work lately and i don't document it i don't really talk about it like you know about it Mm -hmm. but i don't really share it and yeah
0: she came home like my lips are numb like I have a vibration in my body right now. Just I literally
1: felt like there was a heartbeat in the tip of all 10 of my fingers. I had to look at it because I thought for sure they were pulsing back and forth. And I could feel like electric, like volts coming out of my fingertips and I was staring at them and they were not moving. And I was convinced that there was like pulsing, like a literal, I thought it would be like, I would see heartbeats in the pads of my fingertips and I was staring at it and I was feeling it. But I couldn't see it. And it was like this crazy, like, mind-body connection. The only thing I
0: can relate that to is when I literally did mushrooms in Joshua Tree. I'm like, that is, it's just because basically Sandy's opening up different parts of her different chakras, different, you know, parts of her brain, different kind of consciousness in, in her body. And it's, that's, that's the cool, the work you're doing, which is awesome. So fun.
1: I'm definitely going to have Brooke on because I feel like her and I could have a great conversation about this and like about our sessions and where we go. Will you guys sing on it? Maybe.
0: Sandy has been requesting over and over that I rap on some of the episodes.
1: That is false information.
0: (laughs) I was was just weird with our babysitter earlier today and I was singing and I don't have a great singing voice and Sandy's like, babe, it doesn't sound great when you sing. I'm like, yeah, I'm more of a rapper. And I started rapping. I'm like, should I rap to start today's episode? Maybe one day. Maybe when I'm like doing a solo freestyle Friday. Anyways, I think that's, that's actually it, right?
1: speaking of Freestyle Friday. aren't yeah, we switching or to
0: finance Fridays.
1: Finance. We're gonna test it out, right? Yeah, we're
0: gonna test it out. You can go to my Instagram at Wellness Wade and DM me or submit questions, or you can go to sandyandwade.com dot com and submit you know topics to us. But the economy slowing down. We're probably heading into a recession. A lot of people. I wish financial literacy was taught more. I got my master's in finance. I wasn't taught financial literacy at at all. I was taught how to be a good employee in finance. I wasn't taught how to build wealth, like a master's degree in finance. That's as specific as you can get in finance. Know nothing about building a business, building wealth, like building personal wealth, like my own money, financial literacy. I wish it was taught more. Um, in the mainstream because i think a lot of people would be better off yeah self-taught it's almost everyone is there's really no you can take people's courses now and stuff but there's no like way to learn financial literacy beyond learning it going and seeking it but i realized that and i realized there's a gap and that's a big part of the wealth gap is it's not luck it's not as much those things it's just wealthy people play by a different set of rules they know the rules and then they can create the rules because they have wealth and power. But they just play, they have a different mindset. They have a different way they play the game and approach life because they, they've sought these things. They understand it, they know it, and then they play it. It's like Monopoly, like a, a beginner who's never played before has never studied it or anything versus someone who's like rocks at Monopoly. Like they're going to crush them. So with that all being said, I wanted to kind of, it'll be a financial literacy Finance Fridays, we'll call it, and you can. It can be Q and A. I'll probably go live on Instagram and Facebook and and record it for this for this podcast. But it's going to be basic stuff. It's going to be how to think about heading into recession. What do you do? How to thrive during a recession? It'll be a bit about investing. I'm not an advisor. I'm not giving advice. I'm just giving information. What you do with it is whatever you want. Um, so there's no uh, liability there. But it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. I realize I have a lot of knowledge on topics and a way to speak about it in layman's terms or where the, the, a normal person's like, oh, I get that. Um, instead of talking in like language, we're all like, what, what is quantitative easing? I don't get it. Anyways, that'll be fun. That'll be fun. I'm excited for that. So that'll start up. Yeah. Actually, it might've already started.
1: No, let's have it drop after this. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. So we'll do freestyle Fridays up until that. And then after this. Finance Fridays. Fridays. And And that'll be for for a bit. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It'll be for a bit, and then we might pivot back to Freestyle Fridays, or we'll see. Or Freaky Fridays. Uh Oh, oh, I'm listening to that song on the way to the gym. It's Freaky Friday. Oh, it's a good day. Oh, it's Nitro Friday over here.
1: Oh, God. (laughs) All right, this episode's over. We love you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. You are amazing. Who needed to hear this? Who needed to hear this episode? If it was you, raise your hand.
0: Yes. Send it to someone. Be like, let's create a documentary on our lives. Let's do this. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for commenting. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tagging us. We love you guys. We appreciate you. And we'll catch you next episode. See ya. I've got to give an organic plug to Upstarter Pods. That's the podcast network we're on, Mike. Our good friend, he's become a good friend, Chase Mitchell started it and he now manages and him and his team, I should say Upstarter Pod, manages a wide array of podcasts focused on personal development, on, you know, helping people, getting the message out. And, you know, this show, Getting Magnetic is produced by Upstarter Pods, a podcast, it's a production company, it's a management team. What they can do for you, they can launch your podcast. They can edit everything for you. That was huge for us. We just wanted to come on and record. They do all the background. They can manage the show, coach you through the entire process. That's been vital for us because Sandy and I knew we could come on and record and create content But we didn't necessarily want to do everything else it takes. Editing, you know, all the things, distribution, etc. So if you want to launch podcasts or need help managing your own that you have, go to upstarterpods.com or head to Instagram. They're at upstarterpods and you can set up a free call with Chase. He's the CEO. He's awesome. And see if it's fit for you. Tell them we sent you and they'll they'll treat you right. I promise. Only those that can see the invisible can do the impossible.
1: So remember... You are magnetic.